Blog Talk Radio. Are now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey everybody, happy Friday, happy Saturday. Almost went backwards, almost went backwards, but I didn't. <laughs> hey, see. So it seems my partner in crime might be having a little. Uh, technical difficulties with her life, but that's okay. That's okay. She'll be in shortly. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Felicia. You know, I got my right hand as well as my left from time to time. The fabulous Miss Tony. She is kicking it with it. We're kicking it today inside of the chat room. This is our special show. It's not our normal night. We normally don't have um, a show on Saturday, but we had a special guest, and this is the only day that they are available. <laughs> Tony is on okay, mute. There you go. I'm mute your phone. My mic doesn't Oh, hello everybody. I was saying me and baby girl Louie got in here ten minutes ago trying to make sure I got everything done. So we can come up into the chat room with our special guest on this special night for us, Lise. Absolutely. I'm really excited. Um I kind of just kind of not through the show together, but I wanted to make sure that we had a full show instead of just one interview. Um, we're talking that talk today is just laughing and chilling. We got special guest, author, actor, comedian, Pierre, um, artist, wow. half artist, Banana Bond, Bandana Bonds, and actor, model, artist, Karis Jordan. 
They're going to be kicking in with us today in the chat room. It's the men's night. You know, we normally have ladies' night, so we got men's night today. So, you know, everybody going to come in with say Luther Vandross, uh, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> very white voice. Mhm. <laughs> it should be a great night, Lisa. I'm excited. You know, I don't know. We well, we've had all men on the show. It's been like a takeover. So I guess they're taking over on our Saturday night. So let's see what it do. Let's get this show popping because you know they they, they usually come in here and make a girl sit up straight. But we're gonna see what they do when they get into the chat room. See how much testosterone starts leaking out. <laughs> Girl, it's going to be a mess, and I'm excited. We're going to have a good time. We're going to try to talk that talk with them, hang out, have a good time, mm-hmm. have a good show. We got music. Um, Bandana Bond sent us some music. Um, Kara sent us some music. So we have some new music to play. We love it when we get independent artists on the show because they always bless us with some good music this year. Mm-hmm. We do love good music. Absolutely. So we're going to take a brief break, and we will be right back. Okay. Let's hit you with some of that blue mommy and yo guy. This your boy, yo, got it. Yeah. 
I represent no Memphis motherfucker. And this is how I live, motherfucker. This your boy, you got it. Got all my chains on. Man, I'm about to blow like it's cocaine on. Told that walker blocker got that flame on. Just be shooting with my rich home. Hey, hey, this I live. This I live. This I live. This I live. I really live this life for real. I really do this shit for real. This I live. This I live. This I live. This I live. I really live this life for real. I really do this shit for real. Yes, we are back. We are back. That was Blue Money. Yo, Gaddy, that was our exclusive. That was sent in from Burstool Records. We appreciate them. They always, always, always hooking us up. And we have one of um, their artists in today with his bandana bond, so I can't wait for him to come in and just grateful for his presence. But let's talk about what's hot in literature until the fellas walk in the house. Okay. Things line up that we like to share with you guys. I'm going to go up first because I just did a review, and it hasn't been posted yet. I don't think you're going to see it on Peter Mac, Cop and Blow. Now, if nobody hasn't been caught up on a Peter Mac book, you guys are missing out. That is his latest joint. Check me out, Lisa. Did you hear me say joint? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's okay. I'm like, this time he just used some slime. All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you check out that Peter Mac new joint, Cop and Blow. And speaking of Mr. Mac, he is our sponsor here on Let's Chat. And if you'd like to be a sponsor here on Let's Chat as well, we have two package levels available. We have the individual package as well as a company package. So make sure you guys check us out. You know, we get you on the radio. We do some commercials. Check us out and send your request to the Let's Chat radio show. At gmail dot com. Did I do it, Lisa? Did I do it, girl? The radio, the Facebook <laughs> chat radio show at gmail dot com. But you almost got it. You almost got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank you, girl. Thank you, girl. Teamwork. So make sure you guys head on over there and That's check right. out that Peter Mac cop and blow. What else you got going, Lisa? We can tag team it, girl, because there's so much out there. Absolutely. It's always something good to read. You know, we always compare books for walking into 31 Flavors. You know, you go into 31 Flavors, you always, you never know what you like. You have that expectation of what you want. But when you get the little spoon, you're like, well, what's this one taste like? And what's that one taste like? So we think books are mm-hmm. the same thing. We want you to head over to Amazon and one click. Get your one click popping because it's good to have that verbal support for these authors. But really, what authors need is that one click support. Make sure you go out and you're picking up their books. Head out and get Arthur's author, Arthur Battle's book. Uh, his new book, Push to the Limit, that's available on Kindle Unlimited as well. Make sure you grab that joint. I went along with you, see. <laughs> <laughs> also from Reef Publishing, we have Crossed Out and Young Guns, um, Reef Flint and Wolfgang Gill. And you, we have another book which is on sale, um, Jusian, which is Reef Flint's novel, and it is one ninety nine. 
for a limited time on Amazon, so make sure you run out and get your one click on. He also has Gun Buy, which is available for you as well. And after that, I'll have two more fabulous books that you may enjoy, Rain of Spirit and Squad Up. And then, you know, we got the ladies of Reese Grill. We have Ms. Rosa Arnold, you love, of Christian-based um, books. This the journey we take, the journeys we take in life, and that's by Rosa Arnold. We have Laces, but Black Rose. And then we have Love, Truth, and Consequences, one Renee. Mm-hmm. That's that little, that little uh, way to the side. That little, I, is it? Would you call it BDSM? A little touch of that. Yes, if you like a lot of erotica yes. into your world, make sure you pick that up. It's, it's love, truth, and consequence. Yes, yeah, it's a, a little bit different from erotica, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different from erotica, but all right. Now, everybody knows that I'm having an event in March, two events. March 4th is the Divas Luncheon and Literature, Eat and Greet. I have fabulous authors and guests that you can come eat and greet with, have a good time. If you don't want to get and you just want to come and buy a book and mix and mingle, you can enter for free at 4 p.m. Um, then the book will then be open to the public. But that is March 4th from 1 to 5 p.m., and that's at the Atlanta Airport Marriott Gateway. If you want to be a sponsor, sponsorship opportunities are available. Just send your request to writingworldsypromotions at gmail.com. And all of you that are trying to sharpen your pen or even want to pursue um, being an author, and you just want to get ready uh, to write like a national best-selling author. You want to be able to spice up your writing style. On Sunday, March 5th, I am hosting uh, Victoria Christopher Murray and Rashonda Tate Billings and Writers Pro Workshop, which is their writing workshop. They do all over the U.S. online. I mean, it's awesome. If you haven't seen these ladies teach and share the craft, it is awesome. I just love about being a reader. We get to feel the author's passion. But when the author shares their passion with others, it's like an experience of no other. And these two ladies, you get to feel the passion for why it is they do what they do. And that is Sunday, March 5th from 10 to 2 p.m. It's at the Atlanta Airport Marriott as well. Um, those seats are limited, and they are filling fast, so make sure you head over to Eventbrite and get your tickets for both of those events and come out and just celebrate literature the royal way with us over here. I'm excited. This is my first event. Yeah, and just to expound and, and expand on what Alicia is saying about that Saturday event, she has a great lineup of authors. You know, she she has Blake Carrington coming on, and we had the wonderful Sneaker Newhouse last night, so make sure you check out those archives because she shared the many things that she is involved in that she has coming up. And in addition to those two, we have the one and only, we call them Dimples here on this chat, just you young, and Victoria Christopher Murray as well as Sharif 
Jordan, I always pronounce his his name wrong, and that ever vivid and full of life, Miss Terry Boss Lady Branch. So make sure you check those out. Uh, And our keynote speaker is the one and only Miss Felicia Hamilton. And Rashana Tate Billings is going to be there as well. And we're going to round that out with Sharon Bennett, Tasha DeMay, whose book we just shared with you, and Brianna Mallory. And I'm hoping I'm pronouncing all those names right. So that's a great Beavis Luncheon and Literature Alicia has set up where you can eat, greet, and we're going to have some painting and sipping and sipping and painting and just having a grand old time. (laughs) Absolutely. It's going to be fun. You know, really the purpose of this event is to celebrate literature. I mean, to have fun. I love the intimate part of being a reader. Um, A lot of times when we go to book events, we don't get to have that intimate part. And Mm-hmm. Doing what we do here on the chat, we get to have that intimate moment with authors. We get to sit down and joke, mm-hmm. hear why it is they do what they do, and you get to experience where their passion comes from. Um, if you mm-hmm. want to be a guest on the chat, or if you would like to be a sponsor, you can send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com, as well as if you are an independent artist and you want to send in some music, you can send in your music if you're an author. And, and this is the best part because audio is the best way to be able to also market and promote yourself. So as an author, you mm-hmm. can't go, um, especially if you're working, if you're writing, you can't be everywhere at all times. So you can have a commercial play here on the chat. Um, and that is another way to be able to push yourself without being um, – on that particular show. So if any any radio show, if you have any radio show or podcast and they do commercials as an author, you should get you a commercial made. If you have a commercial, we can play it on our show. It is uh, $10, and that will be for a week, three shows a week, so it will be played on our show. And if you don't have a commercial, we can have one created around your synopsis, and that will be $15 um, to get the commercial created uh, as well as the interview that comes with it. Well, not mm-hmm. the interview, but the being able to play it on the show, that will come with it. So if that is something mm-hmm. you're interested in, make sure you head it up. Absolutely. You know, we love to interact, and that's the best way for authors to really, not even just authors, because we have artists on the show. And even though we have musicians, we have rap artists, um, R&B singers, I just call them artists. Because whether it's literature, whether it's um, singing, whether it's rapping, it's still all art. You know, it is it's still the best way to move yourself, your name, your brand, is to interact. And most of the time, when you're new to whatever industry and you don't have that word of mouth or that are more seasoned, like our guest Pierre has, then word of mouth becomes um, hard for you. But your personality is what actually brings people in. And whatever that craft Mm -hmm. is, whether it's writing, whether it's music, whether it's being a comedian, an actor, that is what latches on to that particular person and then draws them into your world. And so your personality is like the bait. 
That's what you use to draw them in and pull them into your world. And you keep going until you have that word of mouth created. And then you have people that will talk about you. They'll talk about your work. They'll share your music. They'll share your, share your book. You know, they'll talk about um, videos they saw you in or commercials. I mean, just because from your personality, all of that can be created as well. So we like to be able to feature spotlight and highlight those things that we really don't know um, about particular people. And, you know, you, you also get to hear them, and, and while you're listening to them, you come to kind of know them on a, a little bit more personal level, and you've added an artist or an author or whatever into your, into your world, into your library, whether it be music or books. And that's something that you didn't have before that may become one of your favorites. So we've, we've gotten so many different authors and artists on the show where they've enriched our life, various libraries. So it's always a great thing just to hear their passion, like Risha says. And that's what we do here on Literature, on Literature, on Let's Chat. <laughs> Celebrating literature all your way, no matter what the genre may be. Can y'all tell this a Saturday night? I'm all shook up, guys. I'm all shook up. <laughs> yeah, we shook up until times tonight because this is, it's not an average day for us to have a show. Then we about to have all these men up in here all in our space. It's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> not, not all the men. What, what shall a girl do? What shall a girl do? It's men's, oh men's night tonight, hunty. <laughs> oh, so we have to be as excited as we are. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. While we're waiting for Bandana Bonds to be able to kick it with us in the chat room, he's going to play some of his music while we wait. Okay. Now, all the music that was sent was awesome. I mean, this is really a dope artist. Uh, he mm-hmm. sent a song called Reloaded. So we're going to play that, and we will be right back. Loaded. Loaded, 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 loaded. Uh-huh. You see this five phone cup in my hand? That bitch loaded. You see this cigarillo yeah. big market just rolled up? That bitch loaded. You see this yeah. Nintendo hanging out the side of my hip? That bitch loaded. Let go. Walk up in the
those last days. I'm so amazed, but I'm not phased. Grandma lying in the grave, heartbroken in the cage. I read through with rage. Will I make the front page? Lonely nights in the day, heartless or spoken. You don't know me, man. Running down the streets, bugging naked with the gun in hand. They trying to kill me, man. The devil's chasing me. The dude I grew up with, he pulled the fence to warm it. He said, What's that you claim, nigga? I don't gang bang. I'm trying to feed my fam. You only get one chance, but I ain't scared to die. You can let them bullets fly. Make sure you're mad enough to look me in my fucking eyes. Black on black shit. Another nigga killed a nigga. But you complain about the white man. But we killing one another, nigga. Everybody wanna live. Somebody gotta die. Everybody wanna smile. Somebody gotta cry. Everybody wants to be So who's gonna be poor? See, everybody wants God. But the devil's knocking at the door. Save your seat at the Writers Pro Workshop with Rashonda Tate Billingsley and Victoria Christopher Murray, March 5, 2017, at Atlanta Airport, Marriott Gateway, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Seats are limited. For sponsorship opportunities, contact writingworldsypromotions at gmail.com. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Lisa. You know, I got my right hand girl, the fabulous Miss Tony. We laughing and chilling with our fabulous guest today. We got our first guest, Karis Jordan. He's going to kick it with us. That was his song, uh, Dirty Game. I love that. I love that. So we're going to get him in the chat room. He's going to kick back and just give us a little bit, a little sample of what's, what's this sex from his world. Hey, Karis, how are you? Hey, how you doing? Hi, welcome to Let's Chat. How you doing? We are good. We are good. How about we you? are good. Now, for those who are not familiar with you, which they should be if they are readers, because you're on the front of a lot of covers, tell everybody a little bit about yourself um, and your literary journey as well. Um, name's Karis Jordan. I was uh, born in New York slash Jersey. Um, Model, actor, author, rapper, um, just well-rounded, multifaceted human being. Um, I'm just me, you know. <laughs> I just do what I do. That's about it. Absolutely. Well, that's all you need. That's all you need. You ain't got to come in here like Barry White, you don't. You know, we come on in here and relax. <laughs> no, that's, that, that's how I talk. That deep hey. Y'all all right? Well, with that southern swing, he got a little southern swing to it. That's all I talk. Right. That's how I talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Okay, so let's start this off. Tell us how you got connected with Lux House. Um. Well, um, the owner um, of the magazine, uh, Will Young, right, we go we go far back. Like he's like my big brother, uh, mentor. Like he the one like you know anything I do, I usually uh, ask him first because he usually he's one of them people that you know how like 
you have somebody that seems like they believe in you a little more than you believe in yourself and always want to push you towards your, your goals and dreams and stuff like that. And he was always like that. And uh-huh. he admired my hard work and everything else. And he was, um, he always wanted me to uh, work with Christy. And then I used to see her work and everything else. I used to like, yo, she, she, she's a beast and everything like that. And um, finally, you know, something came up and we, we, I wasn't in no type of contract or anything like that. We connected and, I mean, so when we seen each other, we sat down and we just had an instant connection. It was like about time. I was like, yeah, you know, Christy's like, she she works hard for you. So definitely uh, it's a good look. But that's just basically how I got, like, hooked up with them. Absolutely. We love Lux out here. Shout out to Christy. Christy, uh, her favorite word is dope. Uh, she loves dope people, but she is dope herself. So we really appreciate her here over at Lush. Now I do have Definitely. one question because I love I love your pictures, like the pictures okay. from your photo shoes and the different the different things that you show. But you got so many tattoos. Can you just talk yes. a little bit about um, why you have so many? Do they all represent something special to you? Um, what was um, going on the first time you decided to sit down and get a tattoo? Yes, uh, every last one of my tattoos actually. Uh, mean something um the ones on my chest is basically all biblical like stomach and chest is torso is um uh is psalms 23 that was my grandmother's favorite scripture uh i got my grandmother's name um tatted on me i actually got her handwriting uh her actually handwriting tatted on me i got uh um things about my grandfather my mom's uh i got a panther because you know my family was part of the Black Panther movement. Um I got a lion on my uh on my throat. And the reason why I got the lion is because if you think about it in, in the jungle, the king of the jungle, when the lion roars, what happens? Everybody be quiet. So to me, your voice is the most powerful thing. You don't have to pick up a weapon, you don't have to do nothing. You can use your voice to touch hundreds to thousands to millions of people. So that's why I got that. And I can keep going on and on and on, but you know, that's basically it. Because I got a lot of them. So. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because you said your voice is the most powerful thing. Now, as an author, as an artist, I, I, I always, listening to your music that was sent in, I feel like everything that you reference out or you sing about has, uh, it all has, it's like a story. Like you're telling a story yes. about yourself. I feel the passion in that. So when you're yes. writing, where do you get, um, where does your creativity flow from? Um, I can, I can watch something on TV and it can spark something in my mind. Um, I usually always, saw, see, I was a, I was a big, um, fan of Tupac and, um, I actually met him and got a, got a autograph from him when I was like eight years old or something like that. And, um, he, uh, I used to always, say to myself like you know if I can if the things that I experience or seen in life whether it's my friends or family like that if I can put words together like that like how he does then you know I'll be, I'll be dope so one day I just tried it and I used to always write 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 so all my friends used to be in ciphers and rapping and stuff like that and I was always nervous for someone to 
hear my stuff. So I never even, even try to even spit in a cipher. Like the first time I did something was actually in in the studio, and then I just put it out and everybody loved it because I tell I tell stories. Like I don't even sometimes I don't even know what I be I got right, but then once I get in the booth and I listen to it, everything start connecting. And I connect the dots in a lot of different things. And I like to do things that's going to inspire somebody or have them to think because some of the stuff that I talk about, a lot of people are talking about it. Not everybody's dancing. Nothing's wrong with dance music, but not everyone is doing that. So that's why I like to write like that. Absolutely. Now, this is Tony. Um, uh, We have to introduce ourselves because we do sound so much alike that we've been told you know, you say you tell a story through your tattoos. You tell stories through your music. Mm-hmm. Where where does the inspiration come from? And is one more challenging than the other? I mean, do you just think of a tattoo and you tell the the tattoo artist what you want? How how where is that inspiration coming from with so many stories in your head? I mean, if if you look at like life in general and the things that are going on in the world today, period, whether it's with blacks, children, women, just in the whole, you will always have something to say. You know, some people mm-hmm. use things in a positive way. Some people lash out in a negative way. Uh, I believe that, you know, you put more positive energy out there, you'll get more positive response. You put negative energy out there, you're going to get negative response. And even when you put positive energy out there, someone's going to say something negative. And people got to look at it as, okay, I'm doing something right. Because as long as you get a reaction, you're doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're doing something right. And, you know, like, in the line that I use, I say, like, don't call uh, uh, my, uh, don't call my tattoos, like, call them scriptures or something like that. And it's funny because, I remember I was uh I was gonna get a a house uh and I was just gonna rent a house when we first when we um moved down here and you know, I was gonna rent the house and then there was an old old southern man and he was like um you know you got a lot of scribble scrabble on you and I started laughing like <laughs> because I because I knew where he was coming from I knew what he was trying to say like no tattoo on me looks like a jail tattoo I never been in jail like so I'm just laughing and I'm like these these people like I'm like ah oh, here we go again. <laughs> But you're not even knowing that. Uh, I graduated college. I was a psychology major, like you know what I'm saying. But and I thought about that when I was when I was writing, and because why is it that my tattoos got to be like scribble scrabble, but the opposite, like another race is ink and it's you know what I'm saying. Like why got to be that? So right. I was like, okay, okay. It, it is what it is. So that's how I did. It's funny you should say scribble scrabble because I'm from the South and I haven't heard that term in so long. So I know exactly what you're talking about, scribble scrabble. I grew up with that and it's funny hearing you say it. But um, based on all of your quote-unquote ink, is there a story that you regret that you told that, that has come to fruition on your body? Uh, no. I don't regret anything. Um. If you even read my books, like I put it all out there. And the reason why I put it all out there is because the bigger I become, people are going to look for nonsense anyway. So you can't talk about my nonsense because all my nonsense is in my book. 
You can't say, oh, I heard he did this. Well, if you you open up the book and turn to page 36, you'll see that I say that in my book. So there's nothing that you can say about me that I haven't put out there by myself because I know who I am. You know, so people hide things when they're afraid of who they are. You know, I'm not afraid of who I am. I'm comfortable in my skin. And I think that once you become comfortable, that's when you start to live. If you study trying to prove things to other people, you, who are you living for? Mm-hmm. Are you living for them or are you living for yourself? So I don't I do not do that. Like, I put everything out there. It's nothing to hide. You're going to find out anyway. Someone's going to say, oh, I remember he did this. And they probably knew me when I was in the eighth grade, but they still know me. Like, you don't know me. I was 13 then, but now you still know me. But So it's whatever. So I just put it out there and, like, take that, you know, love it. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Somebody would try to one up on you and put something out there. You better talk that talk. I know that's right. Go ahead, Steve. I was into it. I was into it. Because you have a book. And it's titled Mind of a Maniac. I want to yes. know, tell me a little bit about the book, but I want you to tell me about the the concept as far as the cover and the title. Okay. Um, the cover, it, it was many different uh, covers that we was going for. I kept um, making my um, photographer do something different. Shout out to I and my photos because he's the one who did the cover for me. Um, and, uh, I um I picked the ones that strap like a, per- a crazy person strap like you strap down. I picked that one because a lot of people have a lot of things in their mind that they don't allow to come out. So that's the whole thing of being strapped like you're a crazy person. And um, the book came from it's crazy because my 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 grandmother had passed away, and um. She she raised me. She was my inspiration. She was the reason why I did a lot of things that, I, that I've done. So it took me to a dark place. And mm-hmm. some people can go to a dark place, but they can't come back out of it. I'm a type of individual that I can go to a dark place and I still know how to get out of it. A lot of people can't do that. So I just went to that dark place and I just started writing. And it was me as like letting everything out because once you let something out, it's in society is a deviant behavior. He must be crazy. How could he say this? How could he say that? So I said, okay, mind of a maniac. You're going to enter my mind and, and see what I actually think and say. Some of the things that I might not say verbally, I'm going to put it down on the pen and let you read it and let you interpret it. And maybe you'll get from it. Maybe you'll get what I'm trying to say. Maybe you won't. You know, so and that's how the title came up. I think everybody has a little maniac in them anyway. Oh, I agree. <laughs> And some of them just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think they know it. They just, you know, they just <laughs> <laughs> but, and that's true. Okay. I'm, I'm glad y'all brought that up because, you know, everybody mm-hmm. got two sides. I, I believe. I really believe that everybody has two sides. And it's that one side that you leave locked up. Everybody got a side they leave locked up. And, you know, because that's why that's like the drunken uncle or auntie or cousin that you just be like, I just need people not to know. So I feel him when he's like everybody got a little maniac in them. That's the that's the side of them they leave locked up off to the side. They bring out on occasion when needed. Yeah. I mean, you ever experienced something where that it's something that you might not like. Um 
and you don't say it, you know, or you see something and you might want to write about it, or you just want to verbally say something and you don't, you don't do it. But deep down, you know, you, you wish you did it. And that's just some of the things that people tend to do. Like, especially me, like I, I feel as though that if you don't like something, you know, just move forward. Like, if you, say as I put a picture up there, and some people don't like a picture. You know, you and then you say something negative under it. Like, would you really say that if you see me in person or something like that? But people always do that. Like, internet became like, oh, everybody internet does like tough guys and everything. It's like that's horrible. But me personally, mm-hmm. if I have something to say, I'm I'm gonna say it. But I'd rather say it to you than try to embarrass you or something like that. But. And when I released the book, the date that I released the book was actually on my uh, grandmother's birthday, March 1st. So oh. that's how the whole thing with the book. That's true. And sometimes, you know, the Internet can create, like, book bullies sitting behind a, a computer just spewing words on a screen. But like you said, when you have something to say, say it in person or make that phone call or don't just do it, that visual online, because that carries no weight. That's just like the coward's way out. <laughs> Not, not even that, but you also can you can say what you got to say, but you could say it in an intellectual way. Do you really have to curse a person out and everything else? Like I think the best way, like like you ever you ever been in a relationship and you try to curse your significant other out and you just keep going. You write a long message, a long message, and your response is okay. Oh, you know that kills them inside. That kills the person inside because somebody writes me a long very message. I just go okay, and then they write a long one again. And I say, okay, but I know just by me saying okay, that is destroying them because they want me to be. Yes. People say things for you to react, but I don't react. I just like okay, okay, cool. Mm, enjoy your day. Okay. God bless. Throw them off with that <laughs> one word, okay? Yeah, okay. Right. Hey, but every, hey, see, it's funny now. when you hear a man say that. Right, it's funny when you hear a man say that because women do it all the time. We be like, okay, or yeah. Oh yeah, and everybody yeah, knows like, if a woman says okay, it's not okay. <laughs> no, it's not okay at all. Right. Like she's really, she's really like saying you you need to you better say something else and everything else, and you just keep going, keep going, and keep going. But, you know what? Women are so petty. I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You was all right with us with a very white voice until you, until you try to say, come on now, come on now. Oh, man. You was all right with a very white voice, and then he just went there, too. Uh, I mean, but, hey. you know, Chris, there's some very, very petty men out there. I'm sorry. Because oh, once they get going, they go. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but that's why I, I, I'd rather not argue because... If you argue, you're, you're trying to win. So when you're trying to win something, you're going to say a whole bunch of stuff. But do you understand, like, when you do that, I, I become unapologetic. The reason why I become unapologetic is because if I put it out there already, oh, it's out there. There's no, really no take backs. You can't really take back what you say. You can say you're sorry, but think about how many times you said you're sorry, and then when that argument happens again, that person mentioned exactly what you said you're sorry about. Mm-hmm. You can't take it back. Can't take it back. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. Yeah, you can't take it back. We all just like the what you but do. But you know, a lot of times you gotta choose. 
Right, you got to chew your words wisely. I think that is very true. You have to chew your words before they leave your mouth because a lot of times people try to take them back. It's like, no, it took a lot of energy for you to say that. That that came up out your toes and it traveled through your body and came out through your soul and you brought it out your mouth without thinking about it. So it was something that was on your spirit to say. Mm-hmm. And then now well, it's can, all off the left field and that's not even what you was intended. I can tell you this much, right? I am a very quiet person, but if I say something to you, that means that it was a buildup, and I try to keep quiet. I don't react for no apparent reason. I hate when people just go, oh, you tripping, why you tripping? You think, am I tripping? Do I smile every day? Do I joke around every day? Do I play around every day? Your response would be yes. So that means that if I come to you and I say something that I don't like, that means you're doing something that I don't like. Now, if you want to ignore that, then don't get mad if I do something that you don't like. I'm only going to react to you if something gets built up and I don't like it. And I'm going to check up like, yo, I don't think you should have did that. Like, you should just, you know, don't do that. And then if you do it again, I'll be like, yo, you're doing the same thing that I said that I don't like. And then you do it again. It's like, okay, evidently, if you keep doing it, that means that you really don't care about me as a person, period, or how I feel. So now it's, I'm not going to care about you neither. I can be petty. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm glad you said that because, you know, it was something that had been on my mind. Uh, and I want to ask because you are a man. So I'm about to ask you this. Okay. Okay, so we always hear the word contact, and we always hear the word with. Wait, say okay, the what? Okay, why what do... They always say that when they refer to men, oh, when they refer to men, uh, if they're in a certain type of relationship, they always either say him, pet, or they say with. Why is that? Because from a woman's point of view, my thing is a man who's in a relationship that wants to be there, he makes sure he secures his position. So if he is doing certain things that maybe somebody else may not do, that's because you're not trying to secure your, your position with this person. But why do it seems like a lot of men are taunted like that? You said him text? You never heard that? Have you heard that Wait, before, Steve? No. I've heard how text? men are hen yeah. And whip. Whip. You heard Wait, of whip? Heard of whip? Yeah. Like, like this like man that. is whip. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, I don't really think there's a such thing as whip. If you ever think about it, you've been you be with somebody before, See, and but he's trying been, to be he's trying to be man correct. You over there trying to be no, man correct? No, I'm serious. Like how, how, no, because <laughs> how could you? Okay, okay. I give you a prime example. I dated somebody before, and I thought that oh, because I was younger. Oh yeah, we both were talking. Yeah, oh, we're gonna be together forever. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think about this person ever again. <laughs> like I never seen this person. So at that moment in time, you think that way, but people just grow apart. But, you know, when a man usually gives uh, another woman a lot of attention, they boys usually mess with him like, oh, you whip. But they just saying that this to be picky because it's something that uh, the fellas want to do with you or the fellas want you to come out and you go, oh, no, I'm with my girl. He's like, yo, you with your girl. Just let, come on, come on. Like, come with the fellas and everything else. Oh, you whip. You tripping. Like, they, we do that. That's about it. That's just to just pick on. Uh, right. Uh, so why do they That's do it. that? Because they know that, because that man is trying to secure his position. 
So if it was the shoe was on the other foot, if you know that he is feeling some kind of way about this female, and he needs to secure his position, why do they do that? Why do because they want you just to come out with them, but that's not going to secure his position. Well, it, it's it's just it's just man. I'm be honest, with you, it's just a man being a man, like just to just to pick on a, uh, another man because we want to, and we we only usually say that if we try to hang out with the guy several times and he kept doing that and like we were like yo why are you acting like you whipped man you was just with your girl last week you was with her yesterday you was with this but we always ask you to come out you keep canceling on us or you'll say you're on your way and then you don't show up yeah you whip that's when we usually use it we just don't usually go oh yeah you whip you whip you know we just we use it for a reason and then it's just things that we do with the fellas just to just to joke around with them and and say something it's just fellas being fellas i believe that's it there's no like Scientific fact, so we just, yeah, we just do what we do. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Now, I want to get into some questions about your music. Okay. Because I, you sent us a lot of music, and I thank you so much for that. And I so love that you have a purpose, a purpose for everything that comes out of your mouth. There's a purpose for everything that you um, put your music on, and I appreciate that. I want to play Redemption, but before I play that, I want you to tell us uh, a little bit about why you chose this uh, title for this song and what it means to you um, to be able to share, because you shared a lot of things in that of just about how you felt. Well, um, like the number, like the number eight is always like it stands for new beginning or redemption. My birthday is April eighth. Um, I got it, uh, the room number number eight tatted on me and it was just, uh, when you finally let things go, you know, you, you know how a lot of people, they hold anger and animosity because they didn't let it go. Like if, if someone hurts you and every time you see somebody mention that person's name and you go, oh, I don't talk to he or she, like whatever, I ain't dealing with that person no more. It's because you really still hurt about the situation. When you stop being hurt or you're fine with things, when somebody say, "Oh, I seen with you," I said, "You'll be like, oh, okay, how, how's that person doing? Um, oh, he's doing fine." Oh, and then somebody be like, "Oh, I thought you were messing with him." I mean, I don't wish him no ill will. Like if I see he or she, I go, "Hey, how you doing?" But I prefer not to deal with that person again on a personal level. But I'm fine with him. Like I hold no animosity or no anger. It's one of them things that when you finally let everything go, you hold no more grudges. You you don't you don't you're not living if you continue to hold grudges with people and have animosity towards people. That's that's your that's a weakness. When somebody have when you still have anger towards someone, they are still controlling something about you in life. So with that song, it was just one of them things that I just let everything go. If I had a problem with a family member, well, excuse me, if a family member had a problem with me, if I had a problem with a female, if I had a problem with anything, it was just one of them songs that say, you know what, I'm letting everything go, and I'm starting over. You're going to now see a new me. And that's how I did it, and that's why I touched on several topics in that song. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, this is Tony. Um, just listening to you in this, this amount of time that you've been here on Let's Chat, I can tell that you're a man that do not waste energy or waste time. And my question to you as you leave the chat room is, 
what do you consider to be your greatest virtue? Um, I I think uh, lighting because really you know yeah because you know I mean honestly it's like modeling is is kind of it's it's kind of hard and everything else but mm-hmm. you, you you get older you know I was a lot of people's you know MCM on a page and everything else for a long time and I was doing a whole bunch of things on the internet but then when I faded away someone else came in and started taking over the game and doing this and when another person fades away then you got another person mm-hmm. like look at my boy like Tra- Tra- my boy Travis like he's killing the game like you got people that mm-hmm. just do that and then Travis is gonna go into acting and something like that and when he starts acting it's gonna be another person that comes in and everybody gonna be talking about and such and they're gonna be thinking that Travis is not really doing nothing but he's actually over here doing acting just like a lot of people do that I wasn't doing nothing but I was over here writing music writing books and, and acting and stuff so there's mm-hmm. always a wave. There's always a constant. It's always it's always gonna be a new person. You know, it's always gonna be somebody. But you gotta always try to reinvent yourself. So right. if all you're doing is posting pictures, and that's it. But what else is it? Mm-hmm. See now, when you talk about mm-hmm. me, you gotta talk about wait, this dude is a, a writer. Wait, and he actually can write. Oh, this dude do music. Oh, but he actually can do music. This dude can act. He's acting. Oh, but he actually can act. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference with people trying to do something and the person actually know how to do it, do it, and do it well. Because I study everything. I I I, I go to acting class. I I read. Even when talking to 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 y'all, like I'm gonna get something from it. I'm gonna get more information for myself to make me a better person or to write something. I, any anything you do. So that's what I always do. And but right. And if you think about this, people read books for what information. Mm-hmm. And the information that they get from the book, what they usually do, they usually spread information. Like I can say something in the book that you read, and then you could be talking to somebody, and you could be like, well, you need to touch and touch and touch, not even knowing that it came from my book. How many times mm-hmm. did we read something about W.E.B. Du Bois or Martin Luther King or Malcolm X or everything else, and we say it in our daily, our daily day? We say it all the time. Yeah, like yeah. My, my, yeah, my favorite slogan is nothing to lose, everything to gain. I always said that since I was yeah. a kid. Nothing to lose, everything to gain. And I, I, I hear can people, see you saying that too. Say yeah, and I hear people say it all the time. Like, man, when some from people that's talking to me, like, and I know and I interact with, not even knowing that they using my word or something like that, they be like, man, I don't got nothing to lose. That I don't got nothing to lose. Like, I got in the game, bro. I be like, I just start laughing and not even knowing that they just something that they read of mine. They now use it in uh-huh. their daily life. Writing can touch everybody. That's so true. I write. Well, we so appreciate you for sharing your time with us tonight. You know, no you, you, you finally got into the chat room. We got you to talking, and, and look, we, yeah. we feel like we know you. You you loosened up. <laughs> I'm always loosey goosey, baby. Hey, come on now. <laughs> All right, Mister Loosey Goosey. <laughs> Oh, shoot. We got Lucy Goosey. That's your new name. We're going to start yeah, calling I'm, you uh, I'm, I'm, Karis Lucy Goosey Jordan. I mean, the thing about it is that. <laughs> We're going to rename you. We're about to rename you and rebrand you all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I promise you. We appreciate I, I you. Promise we you. appreciate you for coming. We appreciate mm-hmm. you for nope. coming to kick it with us. Shout out all of your social media um, and any events that you're going to have coming up so that if people want to connect with you, they can do so. Um, 
all my social media is from let's see, from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I really don't tweet. I'm be honest with you. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Like, I got too much to say for those little short words. If they make it longer, <laughs> then I start. I start tweeting. It makes no sense. Like it pisses me off. But uh, anyway, uh, everything is Karis Jordan. That's K A R R A S. Last name Jordan. Jordan with an A, not an O. Um, you can go to my website, uh, Karis Jordan Inc. It's I N C. Dot, excuse me, dot com. You can get all the information off that. Um, as in what I got going on, I, I'm just still acting. I'm working on another book. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm working on a script that I'm actually writing. Um, I just been working and Christy constantly like booking me for stuff and everything else. So I usually just go through her for that and everything else. But other than that, you're gonna see me everywhere in a minute. I just can't tell you. Why are you going to see me everywhere in a minute at this point in time? All right. Well, we got our eyes on you, Mr. Goofy Goofy. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for joining us. <laughs> no problem. You have a great evening, yeah, okay? You yeah, so y'all have a great night. <laughs> we are going to play Yes. Yes, this is Les Chat. I'm Miss Lisa. You know, I got my right hand, and sometimes my left is better to listen to Sony. We've been kicking it with author. Writer, artist, model, Karis Jordan. We're going to play his song, Redemption, uh, from his mixtape, if I'm not mistaken. We appreciate everybody that's tuning in. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll be back with the fabulous author, actor, comedian, Pierre. My redemption, my redemption, my redemption, my redemption, my redemption. Trying to break me down, but I'm still here. No fear, no care. This is my time. I put this on my unborn kids. I'll shine. So four friends came and went. They were all phony. Then my grandma died. She left me all by my lonely. Then my family started talking all this bullshit. Spreading bitches lies about me. So much nonsense. You don't know the pain that I feel. Unreal. Sometimes I can't deal. So I resort to the pill. You can't judge me if I die, nigga. I got my hand on the trigger, ready to pull it, nigga. Heart starts to skip, sweat starts to drip Then I heard a voice in my ear said, you are God's gift I smiled and I looked to the sky I fell to my knees, scream, I'm making you proud Grandma, everything I do is for you But this feeling that I have inside is unbearable Yo, I cried, didn't cry till I can't take no more I asked the Lord for some help, but he ain't answer my call I need help, can someone even see my vision? I told my cousin, leave that girl alone, but he ain't listen Now we doing 10 years, locked up in the prison I still love him, but he has to trust me I was by myself, I'm ready to give it all up to this girl from the past, she reached 
thousand, she made me laugh, I picked my head up Now I'm going harder and harder and everybody loves me It don't matter if you fake fuckers try to judge me I'm God-given, I'm on a mission, better pay attention And to this girl I called T, I should've fucking listened You did so much right and all I did was treat you wrong I had the nerve to be upset when you moved on Nah, baby girl, live for you, you always did your best just to make my dreams come true But now I'm back better than ever, I got a new swag I even forget the people that murdered my dad And every family member that treated me bad I ain't mad, I'm just laughing at your stupid ass I'm here for a reason, this is my season Trying to overthrow me, ultimate treason Listen to the crowd roar, the gates of heaven just open Grandma, see the boy Grab your tickets today, Viva's Luncheon and Literature, Eat and Greet, March 4th, 2017 at Atlanta Airport, Marriott Gateway from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. For sponsorship opportunities, contact writingroyaltypromotions at gmail.com. It's the one and only the boss lady, Nene Capri. I hail all the way from North New Jersey. I'm the author of the Pussy Trap series, Trust No Bitch series, and my latest book under G Street Chronicles, Tainted Lies, Fear, and Death. You can holler at me at NeneCapri.com. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as Nene Capri. I'm coming to a library near you. Trapping. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Leisha. You know, I got my, my girl, Miss Tony. We here. We chilling and laughing here on Let's Chat today. We are, have author and comedian Pierre Edwards. He's going to be kicking in the chat room door in just a minute. But we just had our interview with Kara Jordan. If you missed the interview, no worries. Head over to blogtalk.com and you can listen to the archives or you can head over to iTunes to listen to the archives there. You can pick us up on any podcast app as Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Alicia, and you can stream our shows from wherever you are. That was an awesome interview. I love his energy. Mm-hmm. Me too. He loosened up. He came in here a little tight. But, you know, the ladies of Let's Chat, we took care of that right quick. And once he got to talking and once he got comfortable on the couch, he was really, you know, personable. And uh, he has a lot to say and not a lot of wasted things to say, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Everything he said was well thought. It came with substance. Uh, And it just was how we do what we do. You know, we have artists, Mm -hmm. we have authors, we have, um, we even have politicians that come on the show. And a lot of times we just mm-hmm. see that one side of them, that, that front persona that we see on a regular basis, whether it's on TV or on the radio or on the big screen. But when you can, like, have that intimate moment just to get inside and see mm-hmm. and feel and experience their passion, that as a fan, as a reader, as someone that listens to their music, you appreciate their craft and what they bring to that particular industry even more. Yes, absolutely. And you heard that passion and, 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 and what he does and all the things that he does because he has his hand in, you know, in the job, so many things, and he seems to be doing it right well, you know. 
So hats off and kudos to him. So make sure you guys check out our archives and get to know that artist slash actor slash everything else that he's doing. Absolutely. And I want to do a shout-out real quick. Tanya Jackson, Jackson, Takeover Productions and Top Media. I appreciate her. She is always supporting us ever since we started the show. And so we appreciate the support that she gives us here on the chat. Um, anytime she has an opportunity or anytime we need her to come on, because she's an author as well, she, she always does whatever it is that she can, whenever it is she can. So we appreciate Tanya here on Let's Chat. We have a lot of support here on Let's Chat, and it's really, truly appreciated, Leash. You know, we've, 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 and, and you are spearheaded at all. We have so many people that we can turn to, um, and, and, and they don't turn us away. And it's just that I so respect what they do, and, I, and everybody has things to do on the table. Everyone's busy, but they always seem to make time uh, for us when we need it. And uh, I thank you for those relationships that you have forged because that's priceless. You know, that that's something that's very much appreciated. So thank you and kudos to those that support us. Absolutely. I love what I do. And I love to be able to share the experiences that I'm able to have. You know, everybody doesn't get the chance to have that intimate um, moment with their favorite author or their favorite rap artist or a um, a comedian or a politician just to be able to sit in their presence and be able to talk with them. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that I'm able to allow other people to do it. And this is what we do. This is why we do what we do. Because a lot of times... A lot of times you have, we'll take Pierre, for instance, been on How to Be a Player. He's been on Death Comedy Death. He's been on Comic View. But to me, he always keeps himself relevant at every time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There Nowadays, mm-hmm. like if I ask my son what How to Be a Player is, he doesn't know. But there's something within his generation that he has to experience and say, I know who that is. You know, so that to me is the best part of being able to experience that person and learn different things about him. Like, I just knew he was a comedian and actor. I didn't even know he wrote a book. But then we get to learn mm-hmm. that. We get to experience that. And to me, it allows me to appreciate him more and what he brings in everything that he does because he has his social commentary. But I say he is hilarious. And, you know, that's the mm-hmm. new thing on if everybody is on Instagram. That's the new thing, and that's what the kids are watching. And to me, he keeps himself relevant. So important in today's society because there's so many levels of social media, and um, being relevant is, is you know, not taken for granted. So kudos to him. I'm excited to have him on the show and get to know him and to laugh and chill with him. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome experience. We're going to take a brief brief break. By the way, for him to step into the chat room, we're going to play some more of Fresh's music up in here until we get it pop, pop, popping. Okay. You know, you know, I 
start to live when I realized that you don't worry about what anyone says about you. You don't worry about the ridicule. You don't worry about the judgment or the rumors. When you stop thinking about what other people think about you, that's when you live. Yeah. Life is such a dirty game, what a shame Many people chase the fame, I'm just trying to see the change So much pain, but won't complain, cause life is hard But every time you take a deep breath, it's a gift from God But my life, my life, as a child abused The same drugs that I slung, I watched my uncles use Rest in peace to the lost and forgotten The ones that's not here for you I would shed a tear, wishing you were somewhere near I represent for the ones that said they couldn't make it And to the non-believers that said you couldn't do it, take it I live by no rules, no order, got a daughter And I will never let another man try to support her As long as I got two feet, I will hit these streets I will sell them drugs, I will sell my shoes I will sell my watch, I go back to the block Getting chased by the cops, I'm giving all that I got Workshop with Rashonda Tate Billsley and Victoria Christopher Murray, March 5, 2017, at Atlanta Airport, Marriott Gateway, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Seats are limited. For sponsorship opportunities, contact Writing Royalty Promotions at gmail.com. Call it like liquor, yeah I don't even live in my city now 
compulsive. And she love me cause I'm on dosing. But so long I've been walking alone. Making moves just to put myself on. I get high just to sit on my throne. If I ain't working, then I'm chilling at home. I think it's time I let that bullshit alone. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time I let that bullshit alone. I don't move about my city now. Yeah, niggas still call it like liquor. Yeah, I don't even live in my city now. New state, new place. I bought me a whip. Hell no, I ain't walking no more. Yeah, I'm on some new shit. My mind ain't the same as before. Yeah, this one right here for my mama. This one right here for my daddy. They try to raise a new man, but they made a legend. And this one here for the women that play me. Yeah, I know that little bitch starting to hate me. I done move up yeah. out of my city now. Yeah, niggas still call it like liquor. Yeah, I don't even live in my city now. New state, new place. I bought me a whip. Hell no, I ain't walking no more. Yeah, I'm on some new shit. My mind ain't the same as before. Yeah, I mean, this shit crazy, man. Like, I remember days in Columbia, man, with my nigga Nico, man. Bro, we was walking to the store. Shout out to my mom, shout out to my pops, you feel me? Like, I know it under the They just trying to teach me some shit, you feel me? I love all my peoples, man. Hey, I gotta give a few shout outs, man, because I ain't did this shit in a while, but hey. Shout out to Maya, Maya the Stoner. Stoner, 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 Stoner. You feel me? <laughs> shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to all my peoples, man. Nico, Young Re Poppy, man. You feel me? Everybody, man. Everybody. Club, um, and uh, you know, got a lot of good comics on the show. 
flew another comic in from St. Louis. Going to be on the show named Darius Bradford. Uh, he used to be on, on Comic View, host Comic View, or whatever. Something on Comic View. But uh, it's going to be a good night. We're going to have fun tonight. I'm excited. I uh, haven't been here for like 15 years, and they, uh, they're coming out. So if you're in Colorado Springs, come to the show, 8 o'clock at the Gold Room. Holler at me. Make sure you tell them you heard me on the chat room. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so funny because I remember watching you on Fab, watching you on Comedy View, uh-huh. watching you on How to Be a Player, and this has been some years, and you still find a way to stay relevant. Can you talk a little bit about that, making sure that you're relevant to each generation that comes? Well, um, in a way, I kind of got away for, like, I, I left the business for, like, well, I left the business. I just got away from living in Hollywood for, like, seven years. And then I wasn't becoming as relevant, you know, to be honest with you. And um, But the, 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 the pull from the people seeing me on the streets, wanting to be, you know, wanting to know where I'm at, when I'm coming back, when I'm doing something again, just I just kept hearing over and over and over again. I was like, you know what, I took a break from Hollywood. Let me come on back. And then coming back, I decided to, instead of going straight to Hollywood because I had a house in Arizona, I said, let me go to Atlanta because Atlanta's black Hollywood, and let me get back to doing what I do the best. I know how to write, produce, and direct. I'm a good writer, very good writer. I wrote the movie For the Love of Money, which I wrote, produced, and directed, if you've ever seen it. And I said, well, you know, I can write. So I got back, got some money together, and I wrote three movies. It's a, it's a trilogy called Slice, one, two, and three, and they're coming out this year. Um... And I just started, you know, I know the new phase now to get right to the people right away is social media. So I started putting um, you know, putting pages up. People started following me, and I started shooting um, skits and, uh, you know, to put on my social media. I wound up showing them to Kevin Hart's company, and they loved them so much. They made me do uh, – I showed them 50 skits. They wanted 50 more, so they bought 50 more from me. And um, they got a new network called the LOL Network, which is coming out in March. It's going to premiere on that. And my, you know, my my hundred skits, and I said, well, she, you know, why wait till then? Let me start making some more. This is what I do. And so I started shooting skits and um, putting them on my Instagram at Comic Pierre, and people have been loving them, sharing them, and my numbers, you know, I got like fifty thousand people almost in like eight months. So it's been kind of cool. Wow. Man, that joke awesome. is so <laughs> funny. See, you gotta get on it. When I say funny. Like, the skit mm-hmm. garden is, is the new thing with the kids. You know, like, yep. I'll yep. say, my, my son will say, who's on the show? And I'll say, oh, we have comedian Pierre. Who is that? You know, the skits, right. the, oh, him? You know, but when I say they are funny, they are hilarious. He yeah. Oh, yeah. The beautiful thing about that is there's no censorship. Oh, huh? absolutely. Cause you, yeah, you know, yeah. But what you know, he uh, hook you up with his friend's sister, or his girlfriend's sister? Which one? Which one was that? I did the something. Skit, yeah. Which one are you talking about? He was trying to hook you up with his girl. The skit. He was trying to hook you up with his girlfriend's sister. Oh, I can't. I mean, I did something. Which I can't remember. Yeah. Which one was that? I did. The one where you was you was you was snacking on the salad. You have took out the salad with all the lettuce in it. Oh no no <laughs> and you no, 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 was no, no, trying. No, it looked no, like no. you were trying to see what was at the bottom. Right 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 no 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 okay what happened? You're talking about two different things. That's my web series. That's dating Pierre. 
my skits are are like one okay, minute okay. skits I got on Instagram. Oh yeah, my skits are something. If you go to my Instagram page at Comic Pierre, you'll see those you'll see those sketches. Those are off the chain too. Now those I get to bring to the people. Now you know a minute skit people watch. Now my Dayton Pierre web series. I'm in talks with Kevin Hart's company and another producer about producing that, doing a pilot, so we could do a half-hour show. Now, those are off the chain. People love those things, you know, and that's called Dayton Pierre on YouTube. You can go to YouTube right now and watch the, uh, those, like, seven episodes of me dating different women in Atlanta. And, you know, living in Atlanta, there's all types of women in Atlanta. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they ain't women. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Atlanta's like Solomon. You know Gamora. what? You know what? <laughs> I know a lot of things. I've been in Atlanta. Okay, I've seen things. Things I didn't want to see. I try to unsee with my eyes. If I see another dude walking in the mall with high heels, high heels shoes, a purse, and some jeans without back pockets, I'm gonna be pissed. Or in the hole in his shirt. I'm sorry, Kanye okay. West, but the hole in his shirt. I, if I see another hole in the shirt, it's gonna be some problems. Okay. Okay. Because I'm gonna need people to get it together. Exactly. I need people oh, to get man. it together because when you see the stars with it, it's like, now I know he knew he was coming on camera. What? That's the new thing. A hole in the day gone oh, yeah. you got to have an interview that's going to last you forever. And you got more holes in your clothes than Swiss cheese. It don't make no sense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, you know, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of rough. Atlanta just, but you know, I like Atlanta because you get so much. You get to see so much. You just—it's uh, entertaining. It's like you don't even need to go to the movies or watch TV. Just go to the mall, okay? You mm-hmm. know, that's all mm-hmm. entertainment you need. You can sit right. There. Sometimes I go to the mall and I would just sit down in a corner and just watch people. Like, look at him. Look at her. <laughs> look at them. Look at that. What is that? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sometimes it got to be that because you ain't sure. You ain't sure. You got to get closer. What is that? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's a shim. I didn't know. I didn't see that shim. It's a she him. <laughs> oh, is it that is what bad? It is. Yeah, is that bad? What? What? You, you bet, you, I, I tell you what. I, you, you better check the neck and, and, and do a reach around to find out. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, Another okay. reach around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Reach How mm-hmm. many kids yeah. do you have? You have to do the questionnaire. You forgot the questionnaire. Yeah. How many kids did you have? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That you have exactly out of you came out of you. you know, then they'd be all oh, trying to change goodness. the subject. Mm-hmm. Hilarious! Now they call you Mr. Johnny Hansel. Where did you get that name from? Tell me uh, how that came about. But one day I was sitting there watching football, and there was a guy named Johnny Manziel. They call him Johnny Football, and I was like, Johnny right. Football. And, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm blessed enough that women have called me handsome, on, you know, on several occasions. And I was just thinking, like, damn, he called him Johnny Football. I was like, can you imagine my name Johnny Handsome? That's ridiculous. And I just went on Facebook one time and wrote something, and I signed off as Johnny Handsome, just playing around, you know. And the next day I turned around, people started calling me that and started texting me, how's Johnny doing? What's up with Johnny Handsome? I'm like, really? And they caught on it, like, you know, life on itself. <laughs> So now it's like my alter ego when I get suited and booted because some people haven't seen me suited and booted and I wear, wear you know very nice suits um, and I just you know consider myself you know John that, that's that's when I get into my Johnny Handsome costume you know like Superman gets into his costume and the other times I'm just plain old Pierre so that's how that came about. Mm-hmm. 
Now, CTA, you know, touched on two things that I, I'm passionate about. One is sports, and the other is superheroes. Oh, wow. Well, okay. She's about to get a sister. You're about to get a sister going. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Well, there it is. Perfect. <laughs> you talk about Perfect. Johnny football, and, uh, you know, there, there's a lot to be desired with, with what he is. he has come to be, but – Speaking of football, what's your favorite team? You know, this is a big couple of weeks coming up here in the sports world. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Well, uh, I was, I was as a child, I was a Dallas Cowboy fan for you know, and I still oh, have a little. Oh, I swing. think we're having problems with his mic. No, no, did you say cowgirl? Yeah, well, that's all good. But, but, and you call them what you want to. You call them what because you, you know what? I'm not emotionally attached to them. They don't pay my bills. They don't do nothing for me but play football for themselves. So they can they can be old and 15 and I'll be all right with them, okay? Or they can win the Super Bowl and I'll be cool. Now, I pick the team as as the playoffs keep going. So right now, I'm a I'm a I'm a Falcon fan, and if they lose, I'm a Green Bay fan. And if 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 Tom Brady wins, I'm a damn New England fan. I got so many jerseys in my my closet. I'll just take the off shirt. Whatever, whoever's getting to the playoffs the furthest, I keep wearing their jersey. So I, now, I done pulled out my I, damn. Oh, we got a bandwagon. We got a bandwagon. Yes, I yes. Ain't no wrong with that. Ain't no wrong with that. Shit. Ain't no wrong. Ain't no loyalty. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying here, but I'm a true homer. I'm a new, I'm in New York. So there is no okay. way in, in on God's green earth I can go for with, with Tom Brady. I'm sorry. I'm riding uh, with the Dirty Birds tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Steelers the next day. I mean, the Steelers later on. And I'm riding with the Steelers. You got it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you've been crying for two weeks, so I, I feel you, your tears done dried up. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But you know I what? I just don't want to cry. So I've been crying the whole season. Ooh, on one, on one knee, too. <laughs> on one knee. Okay. Yeah, it's been a little rough for y'all. That Negro, that Negro needs, he, he needs some braids or he needs a haircut. But this, this ain't working. You know, that black power thing. You said, you said the 49ers, right? Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You ain't been all, you ain't been all right for about 15 years. So I get it. Oh, no, Joe no, ain't coming no, back. No, 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 no. Come on now. Back. Come on now. You know, that, that, that we had that good run last okay, year. Yeah. Now, this, this past season, this past season, I don't know what's going on. I blame it on the, the home office, the non-football playing folks that be trying to decide what to do or what not to do. I think he needs to retire. And the family needs to okay. find somebody else to run a team. But, you know, come okay. on now. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, however you need, however you need to talk about it, it, it it'll work. It'll get out your system. Okay. It's okay. You 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 you'll be all right after the Super Bowl. You'll be all right. Don't worry. She'll be all right. Right. She'll be all right. Okay, Pierre. See, see, my, my thing is, I like passion. players. Go ahead. It's you like who? I like I like players. So I go with the player. Like like I'm I'm a LeBron oh. James fan. So I don't care if he oh. plays for the for the Cincinnati Buckets. I will go with the Cincinnati Buckets. <laughs> They ain't even a team. I hear you. I, I, I'm not going to let no white man emotionally tear my team up and I'm hurt now. Hell no. Nope. Mm-hmm. So if you tear my team so apart, play and trade this player and trade that player and trade that player, now my team will look the same. I ain't cheering for them. No, I'm cheering for my I, I go with players. So wherever they go, mm-hmm. I go. 
I like that. I, I like know, that's that. Right. Wherever he go, you go. That's like me there and my hairdresser. Wherever she go, I'm right there with her. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm passionate about my hair. That's it. <laughs> We're going to rock out for about another two minutes Because i got to get myself together for my show But we can rock out So what else you want to ask me I was just about to say say I know that you have a show And you got to get ready for that I want you to talk a little bit about your book Because a lot of us didn't even know that you were an author Talk a little bit about your book uh, My Hundred Homies and Phonies of Hollywood yeah, it's about the 100 celebrities that I met in Hollywood. Each chapter is anywhere between a page to three pages, and it's about everyone I met from Eminem, Eddie Murphy, uh, John Witherspoon, Leslie Nielsen, um, who else? You know, just anybody, Patti LaBelle, just a whole bunch of Cat Williams, Chris Tucker, Martin Lawrence, Will Smith. There's a lot of celebrities that I met and hung out with, Aaliyah, uh, read it and read their parts in it and they've laughed and like you know like and agree with it i didn't i didn't lie about anything in the um you know you know in there and it's just a good funny read the first 35 pages is about my life about me growing up getting into comedy from washington dc and then it goes into chapters of celebrities and people love it i mean people have read it because if you know my comedy the way i talk and the rhythm of it you know i talk the same i write the same way i talk and um you know people just really enjoy it that's pretty cool Absolutely. So it, you plan on writing anymore? Um, you know, it's funny. The little thirty-five pages I did in my career uh, about my life and growing up and stuff. I grew up, you know, my mother's white. I grew up in Germany and I came to the states. You know, you know, in D.C. You know, when I was eleven years old. Just all the ups and downs of comedy. People are like, man, that was really interesting. You should write a real book about yourself, a longer book. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not at a, I'm not at a point where. I believe people want to really know about my life like that, you know. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't ready to write no book like that yet. I write, a, you know, a book about I'll make something up and write about a story, but you know, because I write a lot of scripts, you know, I do a lot of writing, like all my skits. Oh. You know, you, I told you about on Instagram, of course, at mm-hmm. Comic Pierre. Those, um, I write all those. My web series, Dating Pierre, on YouTube. Um, I wrote all those and my three movies. You know, my well, my four movies, but. I write. I write a lot, so I, I enjoy writing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm happy about my lifestyle and stuff. Just funny scenarios and stuff. As long as I make you laugh mm-hmm. and enjoy your day, that little moment that you watch it, you enjoy it and get your laugh on. I've done my job. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, Pete, um, Pierre, this is Tony, and I just started following you on Instagram. But being that you have so much going on as you leave the chat room, because we know you're a busy man, if you mm-hmm. were to write yourself into a, a superhero script. What would you be and why? I would be. Um, it's, it's, it's so funny. Somebody asked me just a few minutes ago on a radio station. Really? If I was a superhero. What would I? Yeah, I thought like, damn. Um, I would be probably. I would call myself Big Dick Man, and that would be me. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't really fly because you know it's too heavy. And it's barely, I can barely walk without a limp. So I would drive around, you know, in a wheelchair and shit like that. Yeah, and just you know, and just bless those lonely ladies who, who ain't getting none. You know, come by and just skeet, skeet, and keep it moving. You know, yeah, you know, handle oh any crime. Yeah, 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 because because you know, 
because a lonely woman is a crime. You know, so that's a, it's a crime to have a beautiful lonely woman and stuff. So she needs to be serviced. So that would be that. Like you know, they're like it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a big dick man. You know, start calling you the maintenance man. He's gonna have a new skin. You know why I'm about to get a new skin? You ain't gotta give us no coins for this. You gonna call us the maintenance man? But yeah, because you be equally now. Well, 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 you don't like the maintenance nah, man? Nah, 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 man. Oh, That's the, damn the like man. I want to be called the big dick man. You heard what I said? We going to get right to the point. I call that other maintenance man. I ain't got, I ain't got one tool. I, I got can't one tool. With, I can't with him. We got to well, call you him. You asked him. You asked him. <laughs> now, 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 like I said, my Instagram name is at Comic Pierre. That's C-O-M-I-C-P-I-E-R-R-E. I should get a couple of hits. Okay. So just say hi to the big dick man on uh you know I love women. Women be like, just wait, just wait. Any man say he got big dick ain't shit. He ain't shit. He probably lying. I don't like no nigga do that. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Women, 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 women put on. You know a lot of these. You know a lot of these men be lying on their stuff. Just like women. Just like oh, women with weeds. Be like, women be. You know, like women be lying with weaves and shit, and women be lying with high heels. They ain't that tall. Women lying with their lipstick. They ain't that color. They lips. Women lying with their eyelashes. So we all lie. Everybody want to lie. So what's your point? When a man lie, he ain't shit? Well, first of all, you got to find out. Just find out if I'm lying or not. And by the time you find out, it's too late. Okay? Shit. Okay? Because this, this ain't show and tell. This is showing you. Goddamn. Right. Oh, my up. Lord. So let me I run. Let me run. Oh, on, on that big dick note, let me run. I appreciate <laughs> ladies having me on the radio show. Remember, remember, wherever is a lonely woman, big dick man will come <laughs> in, two, in more ways than one. All right. Well, y'all be good. Okay. And I appreciate y'all having me on there. All right. Thank you. We All appreciate right, you being here. Okay. Right. Good night. Bye. Man, the would never be the same again after that.
That's late night viewing, strictly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got the fabulous Peter Max. He's stopping in the chat room. Mr. Cox and Blow. You was blowing us away with this new book. Tell us, tell us where you got the the thought, the inspiration from this book. I know it's a spinoff from your um your affiliated series, but the way you wrote this book, you blowing a lot of minds. Let's talk a little bit about this here. Oh, um, I don't know. Shit, I, I feel like y'all done set me up. Y'all got the crowd all warmed up, got them all feeling good. And, and here I come, gonna tell them, gonna tell them about this crackhead I'm, I'm talking about in Cop and Blow. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> um, I don't appreciate that's okay. that, Alicia. We talked about we we talked about your book in uh, in the beginning of the show, so they already know about the Cop and Blow. So you can just expound on it. <laughs> Yeah, the only yeah, the only thing that they yeah, cop and blow after big dick man. That might work. That might work. <laughs> no, nah, but um no, nah, this this book was really, really, really cool for me to write because um it features my grandmother. You know, all my books have a little bit of myself in them, so it features my grandmother in there. And um the idea I got about um the book was a crackhead who had um, ruminations, you know, he longs for his Black Panther past. And, um, you know, he wants to be he wants to be a Black Panther in this day, but he's a crackhead, so he get caught up. And um, it was just really fun, you know, kind of delving into the parole officer, the crooked cop, and the guy who just got out of jail, who wants to stay out of jail, and uh, kind of getting away from just introducing different narratives, different situations into what we call urban fiction. So, uh, so you know, just trying to get to that level, to that Walter Mosley level where we can, you know, incorporate all different kind of ideas into our literature and kind of reach a, a different audience and a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know I already love that book, Peter. I already submitted my review. I hope yeah, you enjoyed it. Yeah, you are high. You always give me the best reviews. I don't, you know, I feel like I'm cheating you. I ought to pay you for doing my reviews, but... <laughs> You know, you do it without free of charge, and I appreciate you. How was your birthday, by the way? My birthday was fabulous, fabulous. Yeah, Thank you, you so much. Yeah, what did you do? Did, were you in the, What did you do? I'm still celebrating. This is month of January. <laughs> I know you ought to be good and drunk, huh? Every day. <laughs> I went to the store today, and my daughter was like, "Mommy, no sweets, because we're all on the diet." I'm like, "Girl, it's my birthday month. You wear that cake." <laughs> It went from birthday weekend to birthday week to birthday month. Yes. After my daughter made dinner for me, I had some great gifts. She's mm-hmm. uh, trying to, she, she goes into the kitchen and she just creates and she says, Mommy, don't worry, I'll cook. So I, I'm not arguing with that. Baby wow, girl had it at one point. How old is she? She's 20. Oh, your daughter She's a 20? mini me, right, Leash? Huh? Yes, she is. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa. come on back, Lisa. <laughs> How are you doing? Shout How you doing, Lisa? Thank you. Shout out to baby. I'm mm-hmm. good. How are you, Peter? Good. I'm good. Thank you for mm-hmm. calling. You got, he you got me over me. here. Got my legs all tight. I'm trying to be comfortable. And, you know, you got, you know, then you got to cross your legs. You got to cross them at the ankles. Uh, all right. Don't get them tight now. Y'all didn't have big, big man. This is the wrong time to have them tight. <laughs> yeah, you got Peter, you a mess. <laughs> yeah. Don't tighten them up on me. 
Oh, him up, okay. I know. Like all of a sudden, move from the east side to the west side. You're a Catholic girl. <laughs> mhm. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> you know, how Pity, you know I'm always interested in what you got cooking because you know you left a little cliffhanger at the at the end of that book. I already told you. I want to know what the, that that special treat is. You know, you got my appetite all wet for that, and I use that word loosely. I know. <laughs> Y'all are nasty. Pierre, you know, at least. <laughs> Pierre got you So, so um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like you know, all of my stories are contiguous. Like everything kind of pings off the other. So. This next one I got coming out called Brenda. It's about a young eighteen year old girl who's a seductress. And um mm-hmm. so I you know, you know, all the characters return in some way. All the minor characters become major characters in the subsequent novel. So you'll mm-hmm. never you know, all the characters that you've read about, if you've read any number of my books, all the characters you read about, somebody's gonna show up and you're always gonna be involved in that orbit. So uh so mm-hmm. if there's a treat you're waiting for, you're gonna get it. Like big big Pierre wow. say. There's a book right there. That is a book. That is a that's a book. I can that, I mean, yes, Mimi got the pussy trap. Can we can I do a book called Big Big Pierre? You know, set the tone for that. Well, you know, that I'm waiting for Mr. Brock James. I can never get enough of Mr. Brock James. For those that are that are not familiar with him, he is one of the characters in Peter Mac's affiliated series. So make sure you check those out, one, two, and three. Those are another great read. Honey, anything with Peter Mac's name on it, you will not be disappointed. Even if it's in a series, you and can then Peter, you book and just dive in it. Hmm. Absolutely. And Peter, you should just do a book, and then it should just be Brock James. I mean, you don't have to call it anything else but Brockjay. And then people really? look like, I love oh, Brockjay. Dang it, but just Brockjay. That says it all. Everybody know who he is. Really? <laughs> so Everybody loves them some Brockjay. I don't know. I don't know. Like... <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that's one of my partners. He's from LA, and um, I told him that I used his name for one of my characters too. <laughs> Oh, you might want to have to get him on the show. We 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 need to get Mr. Brock James on the show. Brock James, just call it Brock James. That's kind of interesting. You know what I was? Put a hot dude on the front of the cover. Uh huh. Don't have him Hmm. naked. He gotta be. He gotta be. You know, in character. Brock James, but Brock James. Because you know, too many. It's too many covers. Mm-hmm. I just like the name Brock James. Right, you just like mm-hmm. saying that. Right, right. You that way. Brock James. <laughs> big, big Pierre got y'all good and good. Rolling off tongue, legs tight, wet. My, my man. He is a man. My man. He needs to be tipped. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Somebody suggested to me that I write a book about um, radio blog show hosts and, and the shenanigans, shenanigans that they get into, um, coupled with mm-hmm. a novel about what happens when people go into your DM. 
So I want to ask you, ladies, do you guys get odd messages in, in your DMs, in your inbox? I don't. You don't. I've never got I've never gotten an odd message or uh, anything of that nature. Really? Mhm. Is that true for both of you? What? <laughs> I get the I get the ones that want to give conversations. They want to give you conversation first because you know they gotta fill the water out to see if you will go to the left or to the right. So it's like. Right. Mm-hmm. some weird things about people getting direct messages. You know, people sending naked pictures and all kind of crazy stuff. Without, you know, oh, no, I've never, got, I've never gotten that. I may have gotten, like, a send you a flower, but I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. Right, right, right. But you know where that comes from, though, because what you put out is kind of what you draw in. I, I so heartily believe that. What you put That's out is what you draw in. So if you are putting yourself out there like that, you're going to draw it in in your, in your DM because they're going to right. assume that because you are about a writer or you're always talking about a man's penis or you're always talking about, you know, some dude you was with the day before, they're going to take that and say, okay, even like right. males, if you always talking to them, you have males that are always um, – on their posts on social media, it's always directed towards a woman. Now, that's not the only right. people that you have on your friends list, but you always are directing it towards women. So that means that you're right. trying to draw them out. And depending on the type of conversation that you have with them, you're going to get a little coochie shot here and there. Right. You know, you're going to get a little right. nipple because that's just so you right. get advertised and not a whole to send in their shit through the, the mail. Listen to you. Y'all was rock. Mm-hmm. Big, big ear got y'all open today. I ain't heard this type of language. Y'all, what the hell? You might get some in the inbox tonight. He is a mess. <laughs> no joke. You know, you have, you, have, you have a lot of authors that have real slick tongues, and they're really um, – they're really seductive with, with their cages mm-hmm. and the way they approach because that's their niche. Everybody has right. their niche. And so whether right. it's putting up day-to-day pictures that are always sexy or always having mm-hmm. seductive talks, you're going to draw that type of thing in. You know, mm-hmm. you're just going to draw it in. If you're an erotic author and you got ass out on every cover, they're going to be like, oh, she's a freak. Right, right, right. She must, be, she must be that way. Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me nothing yeah. about this. I'm just saying. Right, right. But, now, you know, I think, yeah. The amount that you get depends on the conversation that you give because you can shut that down real quick. Yeah, just keep it, yeah, just keep it professional. Yeah, I learned, well, I, you know, I was um, talking to um, my son's mother, and she was just telling me that, um, you know, you have the power, like, no matter in what stage of your career you are in, it is your responsibility to, to harness the power that you have. Like, you have to do the thinking for yourself and for the person who um, is getting at you in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you can, just because you can doesn't mean that you should. 
her Larry, she keeps me rolling. But she is she's so honest with it. I think that's what it is. She's really honest, she's really open, but her I the one thing about her book that I enjoy is normally I don't enjoy first person. But I like mm-hmm. her style. I like the way she pulls you in. Um, and mm-hmm. she allows you to to show you what it is opposed to just telling you everything. So that's the best thing right. I enjoy about her pen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good show. I, you know, I give it up to her. Like, she did her thing, and she was very uh, insightful, uh, very communicative. And uh, she's, she's a good person, so I support her 100%. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Shout out to social media, Peter Mac. So those that want to connect with you can connect with you. Oh wow! You can simply go to PeterMacPresents.com. Yeah, yeah, to clear his throat. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> well, because yeah, because you know, I'm just excited because you know the the website is is updated monthly, so we got new pictures, new videos, new links. And um, all my social media sites are on the site. You can simply go to mm-hmm. petermacpresents.com, sign up on the VIP list, qualify for free stuff. Um, we got pictures of the hoodies on there. We got links to the uh, to, to all the person. You can get all my books through there. You can get the apparel through there. We got the T-shirts. We got the hoodies. And, uh, you know, it's just live. Like every every month we update, and so it looks really, really nice now. So if you saw, if you went on to petermacpresents.com last month, it looks different today. There's mm-hmm. more stuff to check out. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So head on over yeah. to MassPresents.com and oh, check yeah, them for out. Sure. <laughs> for sure. Thank you, lovely ladies. I appreciate you. Thank you for thinking of me, Lisa. I appreciate you. Thank you, Peter. You know we appreciate you, Peter. Here. And the lovely review. I appreciate you, Miss Trina. And uh, you guys have a good evening. <laughs> You're using my government name, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to be, Mrs. Signature Peter Mac Apparel with the girls inside? No. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh okay. Just head on out there. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, that's what's up. Don't you got something you need to tell me? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Peter, you are shaking, shaking I know, things I... up. Peter always shaking things up in the chat room. <laughs> I know. I, I got to make sure I run that by your husband first. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Much respect, bro. Much respect, bro. <laughs> uh, thanks, Peter. Thank you. You know we appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. It's all good. I love y'all. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. You guys are really, really okay. cool. Um, you know, I've, 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 you know, I've done a lot of cool stuff with a lot of cool people, but by far, you two are amongst the top and the best. I appreciate you. You do good professional work. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. We will see that graciously. That's, what, that's, what, <laughs> that's what's up. Now, it might not be as exciting as Big Dick yeah, but it's, it's definitely heartfelt. It's definitely sincere. <laughs> Oh, you gotta check out you gotta check out his kids and check out his web series. He got a web series dating Pierre. That thing is so funny. Uh, and then he what has the different skits. It's called right. Dating Pierre, and it's on, on YouTube? YouTube. And then he has, uh, okay. mm-hmm. and then he has the social commentary. He does the skits as well. So hit up his right. Instagram because some skits is uh, when I say he is hilarious, it is hilarious. Mm. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm going to have to check that out. 
Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out because I had an opportunity to co-produce a web series. But my question was, how do you transform that into money? Through hit. Interesting. With, with YouTube, it's the hit. I mean, once the you hit pay a you certain or... lot, get a certain right. The YouTube will pay you once you get a certain amount of hit. Really? So, yeah. Let me huh. let me verify that. I believe I believe it's the hit though. I might. I you know, I was thinking about huh? doing something like that. I was thinking I about think doing so something. Too. Yeah. You know, everybody going live. This live thing is killing me. There's some people that should not be live, honestly. <laughs> like you know, well, I haven't. Like, literally, I haven't gone live. You know, I'm I'm more behind the scenes. Leisha is our face yeah. of less chat. <laughs> right, right. Leisha stay in traffic. She stay at book fairs. She don't mind putting her face on camera. <laughs> I'm I'm more behind the scenes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I get up there with you with me. <laughs> According to my son, who is everything YouTube, he said right. you get about um, close to five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. They uh, they start paying you, and I think That's it would be less than that because you have some people. You have some people that um, I'm gonna say maybe even a, um, a thousand. Once you start getting noticed and they see that people are hitting your page more often right, or hitting right, your right. link more often, right. I think so. I think mm-hmm. you too start to notice that, and that's how people start getting paid. I'm going to look into right. that, and then I'll have an answer yeah. for you. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's cool. That might work out, but something else I wanted to say, Alicia, I appreciate you uh, putting your face on TV because – you take us through all these all these gatherings that you go to. I didn't need, I had no idea that you were so active. Um, you know, at book fairs, at at gatherings, at empowerment summits and, and all that kind of stuff. That's kinda of cool. It is and it's fun. I, I love what I do. I really do. I love what I do. I love meeting people, I love helping people, right. I just love right. what it is that I do. But a lot of times, you know, another author about this. You know, authors mm-hmm. they they get confused by social media, and they think right. that when you're sitting in here and you got a thousand people liking that cover, that don't mean that every last one of those right. people went out and bought that book. That just means that they verbally supported you. And as authors, they need more than just that verbal support. They need people that's gonna go out and buy that book, right? That right. book. Um, yeah. Give that word of mouth, share that book. Those are the things that they need you to do to help push their right. name and push their brand. And so right, right, right. I went to, I was, I was with 556 Book Chicks. Shout out to 556 Book Chicks um, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and they had a um, meet and greet with Ty Marshall. And right. it was just the, just the intimate setting. But when he was out there, he was selling his books. He was talking to them, doing their thing. And it was just, I enjoyed that. You know, I didn't stream it because it was like their book club thing. And I didn't know. You know, sometimes people want to have just sometimes their moment. So I didn't right. stream it, but I, I took being able to meet readers. And that really is my goal for 2017 and um, 2018. My goal is right. to go where the readers are, to meet readers. So I'll be going to the... Um, the the two events there's two events in June, the end of right. June or July no in July, 
while we're going to three, I'll be going to the uh, Atlanta Kickback and then the Chocolate Social, Miss um, Ella Gibbs, and then that big um, conference that comes with the book clubs. I'm going to go to that because I want to go over the redesign. That's nice. That's nice. Do you need more? You need more um, more swag material from me. Let me see. Let me see because I am now starting to get swag. He sent swag items in for my event in March. The Divas launching the literature, so I'm getting mm-hmm. uh, items in. So let me see. Um, I want mm-hmm. to put out what I do want to do. I want you to send me a cough and blow so that we can give that away to a listener, a paperback mm-hmm. away to a listener. That's my new thing because I have book okay. addiction. I'm always buying books. So now my okay. new thing is I will buy the books, but don't put my name in the book. Just put right. thank you for your support and sign your name so that way I can give it to someone um, okay. and be able to help push your name, and your you. brand, um, and your work. So that's that's my new thing for 2017 okay. and 2018 when I see authors. You know, a lot of authors send me books. Be like, don't put my name in it. Just say thank you for your right. support. Put your name on the bottom so that way we can give it out on the show. Well, you got that coming. That ain't no problem. How about you, uh, Miss Miss Trina Franklin? I mean, I remember we talked about what? <laughs> What's wrong? You know, put me all out there. <laughs> hey, you know what? You Let know me what tell you, to me? Peter, Tony didn't use the what? word joint today. Okay, she used the word joint twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole day. <laughs> yeah. The universe is in retrograde. Mercury got her own today. You know what it is? It's a Saturday night show. That's what's just throwing me off. Because I think I use, y'all better cop that, get that cop and blow joint. Is that what I said? All right. <laughs> yes. It just flows off the tongue, I right? I said, I'm like, Tony, you're going to learn joint. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. She's getting younger and younger every day. <laughs> oh, man. What, you, you ready to ask me, Peter? Well, I remember we that's funny. You spoke about you have a lot of a large outreach to your to your um to your sororers. And um I just you just let me know when you run out of stuff to send them and I'll send you some more. To my who I'm sorry. Your sororers. To your college friends. Oh, my college I was actually supposed to be with them tonight. We were gonna be checking right. out a comedy show, but I have my own comedy show here in the chat room. <laughs> Ain't that something? Ain't that something? Hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, Leisha. It occurred to me when you said that you didn't stream. You didn't stream when you were at the book thing. And I imagine that this whole live thing is going to get a lot of people caught up. You know, people that ain't did their hair right. They ain't trying to be on TV. You might catch some cheating husbands. You know, all of a sudden they on Facebook no, live. No, no, no. I don't stream. I don't. I don't. I don't do live unless my hair is done. Well, I did. Well, no, not you. I, I mean, the people. For no. house. Yeah. I mean, the people, I, mean, I can imagine I that the people in the background. Miles, but. No, oh, no, right. no, 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 Because really, before you, you stream this stuff, first of all, if you add an event, everybody is streaming and taking a picture. So if you are doing something you ain't got no business, that's your fault. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you have something <laughs> small and intimate, you should ask. You know, it's an okay right, if right. I, you know, and then normally... The events that I go to, it's normally like, yeah, come on. Like, if I'm, I don't really go out and about like I used to. So I don't, you know, mm-hmm. do bars and clubs like that. Right. So if I go somewhere, it's, it's book-related. It's fun. It's something that um, someone else can experience. If I'm right. traveling, 
you know, if I'm traveling or I'm on the road and I just want to say, hey, how you doing? You know, that's different. But if, if right, people right. are with me, then I do have, you have to respect them. But I think that right. should, um, when it comes to doing live, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. your house yeah. should be clean. The room you're in should be clean. <laughs> if you're in the bathroom, yeah. that should be clean. Please. I mean, it should just be an attitude right. when it comes to doing live. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people yeah. want to be streaming live in the bathroom anyway, but Peter, you only see me <laughs> when I'm with Leisha. She'll throw me in front of the camera. I'm usually behind. Right. <laughs> encouraging right, her. Right. Say, come right. on, see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it'll happen. Yeah. I'm going to surprise and go live one day. Everybody's going to be like, what? Who is that woman? <laughs> and then your, then your inbox going to blow up. But all them crazy Probably. pictures with big, big Pierre in them. Maybe I'll stay in the background. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but it's all good though. I, that 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 whole feature is kind of cool. I'm, you know, I'm kind of afraid of it because what if no one shows up? Mm. You know, I see people Don't going live and have like. They may show well, up. Just be nosy. Yeah, but I see people, you know, I feel bad for people who go live and they have, like, three views. And I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? That's true. But you know what? It's not <laughs> the views. It's the, it's the reviews. You know what I'm saying? Even though oh, you only got three views, people are going to review that. So say right, I put something right. up, like, for example, right. I walked for four miles. I did the four miles. By the time I was done, it was hot. It was 104 outside, and I ran out of water. So I did that mm-hmm. last mile on nothing. Back to the car. Because the struggle was real right. on that day. So I did a, I did something on that day. But yeah. um, it was only like maybe like 10 people on there, 5 to 10 people on there when I did it. Right. But then when you right. go back and look at it, 102 people, 300 people, they viewed it and they looked at it because it does so oh. well. Oh, I see, I see, I see. <laughs> okay. I'll probably like, get on there. Nobody want to talk to me. I'm saying though, like I'm, I'm afraid. Everybody want to talk to Tony. Tony's gonna start right. going off for her sports. Tony's gonna, <laughs> Tony's gonna start going off for her sports. She's gonna be screaming about these sports games and stuff. This I've been thinking about that, I've been thinking about that because people they be looking for me for sports, and I'm so you know I'm so humbled by it. I'm like wow, and when I don't do my post, people be on my inbox. T, where's your post? Get that post yeah, started. Yeah, yeah, scoreboard, right? You gotta get well. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you gotta get props. You gotta get team like uh, stickers and do a whole little production like with the whole. Uh, I don't know. So you give do Alicia for giving her food for thought. I heard yeah, her say yeah. she's gonna work on it. <laughs> Yeah, the whole the whole production <laughs> team, you know, with the big whiteboard in the background with all the teams on it or the scoreboard. You, you don't understand. Leisha likes giving homework, and you just gave me a whole lot of homework. I know I got coming. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to make it better, that's all. Oh, see, I can hear, see, see, I can hear her wheels over there spinning. I hear them, too. See, they all up. <laughs> I'm going to have to look at my inbox. Oh, Peter. Oh, jeez. She's not that bad, y'all. Everything I do, I do for you. I sound like an old silk song. I know, right? We appreciate you, Peter, coming to kick it with us in the chat room. You know you are always welcome here with us. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. Fun ending our Saturday night with you, Peter. Thank you. <laughs> appreciate y'all. Cop and blow, big dick Pierre, Trina, Alicia. It's a good night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for sure. No doubt. Thank you for uh, having me. You're welcome. Good night, Pete. <laughs> All right, good night. Oh, uh, Lisa.